0: Hey guys, it's so great to be with you again this week in my front room here in Colchester. How great has technology been to us in this period to allow us to stay connected? And I want to ask you just to give a huge round of applause in your room, and even better still, to write a little comment in the chat boxes to say thank you to our production team. You know, our production team has spent many, many hours putting these things together, learning new skills. And uh, we just want to honour you guys. Just thank you so so much. And take a moment, everyone out there, just to write a little comment in the chat box now. Thank you to the production team. We value you. It's blessed us. Lives are being transformed because of these messages, and it's so so helpful. And another thing, as I preach, would you just put a comment in the chat box? If I say something that's you find helpful, just put a comment in there. When we do church on a Sunday, we have lots of people saying Amen or or making a comment, and we have this interaction. And sometimes I watch these preachers back, and it. So blesses me to know that I'm helping you. So if you make a comment, let's be interactive, let's engage with each other and let's press in. Amen. I've got a great message for you so let's pray in. Father God, just thank you for every amazing person who's tuning in to listen to this message. I pray Lord God for a greater level of freedom. I pray Lord God for challenge. I pray Lord God for each of us to take take a step closer to being more like you Jesus. And all God's people said, amen 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 Uh, we've been using this period each of us i'm sure and whether we've realized it or not we've been evaluating what's important you know we've all had to take a step back from what we would call normal life and it's caused us to think and i think that one of the, the universal agreements is the most important thing to us is relationship. It's become really clear because we haven't been able to meet up with our family. We haven't been able to meet up with our friends. We haven't been able to meet up with church. We haven't been able to go into the office and meet our colleagues. And you suddenly realize how much you value those things. So I'm wondering then, could we take that thought, add weight to it and multiply it? You know, one of the things I do one is that we're gonna become a nation of huggers. You know, those of you who know me, I'm quite a huggy person and I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. But in this time, hasn't it been awesome to think, oh, I just missed that contact. Well, I just wonder if that might happen. Who knows? Who knows? But I wonder if, if we could look at this time and think to ourselves, I'm not going to lose relationships in this time because I'm able to stay in touch. But could I gain some? Could I rekindle some relationships that have got got lost over the years? And could I add another level of freedom to my existing relationships? Because we've already decided relationships are important. So how about we put some effort and energy and weight into those so that our existing relationships are better and our lost relationships take a forward step into becoming a relationship again. We could do that. I want to wonder if we come out of this lockdown period and bridges have been built. I wonder if we could drop our defences a little bit because we've realised what's important and we start engaging with each other at a whole nother level. And I can only see that being a good thing. I hope you agree. The title of my message today is The Power of Sorry. The Power of Sorry. Uh, Here's a thought process. I wonder how many of us have relationships that have been lost or existing relationships that just aren't where they could be because there's an elephant in the room. And you all know what I mean when I say that. There's an elephant in the room. Something was said that upset one or the other of you. You both know you said it or it was said, but we don't go there it's the unsaid thing, it's this elephant, you know, it's in the room of the relationship, it's affecting the relationship, but we don't address it. Maybe it was the way one of you reacted, maybe it was something one of you did, maybe it was the outcome of of something you were hoping for that didn't go there, but it's just become this elephant. And the thing with elephants is everyone knows it's there, and it's impacting and affecting the relationship. And I want to suggest that an elephant in the room, if left unchecked, ends up in the complete breakdown of a relationship. I wonder how many relationships have been lost in your life because an elephant wasn't addressed. And is this a time where actually you could revisit that and address the elephant and rekindle the relationship? Now, hold that thought for a second. I wanna just speak some biblical truth for you. This is Matthew 5. And it's verse 9. This is part of Jesus' great sermon, and it's from the Beatitudes, Matthew 5, verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers. If you're with someone right now, we're going to say peacemakers. Maybe you could type in the chat room peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. I want to say it again children of God peacemakers and children of God I want you to remember those two thoughts Matthew 5 verse 9 blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called children of God now peacekeepers are very different to peacemakers peacekeepers do everything they can to keep the peace You know, they they will keep things ticking along. They they won't ever address any issues. They don't want any friction at all. They just want everything to be okay. They keep the peace. But the reality is, it's a false peace. Because everyone knows the elephant's in the room. We're not addressing it on the context of, we're keeping the peace, we're ticking along, we're staying in touch. But it's just not real. Peacekeepers aren't effective in taking relationships to a good place. I've been guilty of being a peacekeeper. I'm sure you may have been guilty of being a peacekeeper and it seems like a good idea, but it doesn't go where you want it to do. Peacemakers do something very different. Peacemakers own the issue. You see, when you own the issue, it is possible to make peace. When the elephant in the room is addressed, When the elephant in the room is owned it can be taken out of the room and it allows the relationship to take tentative steps forward it allows a fresh start it allows an openness it allows flow you can move forward when someone owns the elephant and it takes a peacemaker not a peacekeeper to own the elephant. Uh, am I making myself clear? I know I'm using pictorial stuff, but I hope you understand exactly what I'm saying. Come on, relationships are important. We've analyzed this season and relationships have come out as being important. Come on, can I, can I urge you, encourage you, stir the peacemaker in you? I wanna look at this thought process through two different scenarios. The first scenario is Where the mistake or the error was yours and the second scenario is when the mistake or the error was someone else's so let's have a look at if the mistake is yours i found in my life and i found in my leadership that people respect you more if you're willing to make a mistake and hold your hands up and apologize people just respect it more if you're just honest Most people can see what's right and wrong. And if you try and pretend that everything's right when you've been wrong, you lose respect. In my life and my leadership, I've gained more respect by just being open. You know, I become more likable as a person if I admit my error, because the reality is nobody gets it right all of the time. Who of us is right all of the time? None of us. And so isn't it better to make a mistake and to hold your hands up and say I'm sorry I I messed that up I'm sorry I shouldn't have said that I'm sorry I behaved poorly I'm sorry I reacted in completely the wrong way in the heat of the moment I got it wrong I'm sorry do you know what that does it stops the elephant from coming in the room it keeps the elephant out of the room and allows flow in the relationship there is power in saying sorry it allows flow as a leader I have discovered over my nearly 16 years in church leadership that people are more willing to follow an authentic person than a right person. You know, surely as you, as you lead, and I'm sure many of you are leaders and have potential leadership on you, people can see when you've said it wrong, got it wrong, made a poor decision. None of us get it right all the time. But it is much more authentic to say, I got that one wrong guys, sorry about that, my bad. And what does it do? people respect you for it, and it allows flow. We need each other. Uh, as I look at it, the only thing that could possibly be preventing people from saying sorry and owning the issue is pride. I don't want to be seen to being wrong. We all like to be right, but how powerful is it to admit when you're wrong? Sorry causes us to own the issue. And here's why it's important. In Psalm 133, really famous psalm, it says this, Behold how good and pleasant it is when my people dwell together in unity. It then goes on to say, for in that place, that place of unity, God says, I will command a blessing. You see, where there is unity, God looks at that and says, I love unity, I love togetherness, I made you for relationship with myself vertically and with each other horizontally. I made you for relationship and so where there's unity, I bless it, I bless it and I bless it. So in being able to say sorry, And keep the flow in the relationship you are causing unity and so the sorry allows blessing to flow and don't we all want to live blessed so there is power in a sorry but the pride of not admitting that you can ever be wrong is actually causing you to step out of a blessing from god when all it took was the authenticity for you to say i got that one wrong i'm sorry the power releases the blessings of God. That power releases flow in relationship. And people actually admire you more for being open and honest than they do for you being proud and unwilling to say, I got that one wrong. There is power in a sorry. This is, I hope that challenges you, but this this section here is where I really wanna home in on today. This is where the real challenge lies. What about when the mistake is somebody else's? What do you do then? You see, owning someone else's mistake is being a peacemaker at a whole nother level. Could you own someone else's mistake? Well, here's the motivation. When you realise the importance of relationship, and we are realising that more than ever right now. When you, when you realise that there is power and blessing released in unity, how far would you go to fight for the blessing? How far would you go to fight for the flow? How far would you go to keep the unity? You see, saying sorry when someone else is wrong, wow. But if it's causing breakdown, if it's causing an elephant to be in the room How powerful would it be to approach that elephant and just own it? Because when you own the elephant, you can remove the elephant and allow the flow. Am I making some sense to you? Lots of elephants today, but I know you get what I'm talking about. How powerful is it to go to someone who you value when you know there's been an incident and you, you know it's their fault and maybe they're wrestling with some pride and maybe they're going through some stuff and maybe they're not in a place to be able to own it and say sorry, but it's causing an elephant. How powerful is it for you to go to that person and say, something's come between us. You know, I'm so sorry if I've done anything to offend you. I'm so sorry if I brought hurt into our relationship, but this relationship is so important to me. Can we put it aside? Now that may be the one key they need to open up and go, wow, thank you for doing that, I will own my part too. Or it might be they're not in that place yet, but that doesn't matter, their response doesn't matter. What matters is the elephant is owned and removed to allow flow and unity and blessing. That is peacemaker at a whole other level. I had a friend who told me an amazing story. He had the opportunity to visit Israel and he managed to get booked in with the most prominent guide in all of Israel to do the walk where Jesus walked tour. And he went and he saw these places and he just said, the Bible comes alive when you can see it. And he came to this famous place called the pool at Bethesda. And uh, when he got there, the, the pool was ginormous. And in his mind, when he'd read the pool, he just assumed it was like almost like a small pond. But this thing was massive. And so he was talking to this very prominent guy this professional man and saying is that the pool and the guide said yes that's the pool he said no way that can't be the pool and the guy went oh oh i'm so sorry oh oh oh, i'll I'll double check it it could be that you're right i'm sorry about that and my friend went no 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 i'm not disagreeing with you i'm just shocked I wasn't meaning to disagree. You're the professional, you do this for a living, you've studied, you've been here, this is my first visit, you're right. And the guide said, wow, I'm so glad you said that because I knew I was right. But it was more important to me that we were right than I was right. This guy from Israel had just fully understood the power and blessing from unity. And it was more important, he knew he was right. He was the professional. He does this for a living. But he knew that it was more important that relationships were right than he was right. I find that really challenging and really powerful. And I'm on my own journey with this kind of stuff. But I want to challenge you to go on your journey. It is more powerful for unity to cause blessing than for you to be right about everything. And it is super powerful if you're willing to be the peacemaker, even when you're not the one at fault. How powerful is that? How far would you go? And you say to me, God, oh, Barry, that, I, that is so challenging. You say to me things like, it, it just doesn't seem fair. That, that's not fair. It's not right. It's not just. If they've made a mistake and you're asking me to own their mistake. That's not just. But here's some truth. You can be right at the top of your voice and still end up on the wrong side by walking outside of the blessings of God. I want to show you a Biblical principle and I hope it challenges you and blesses you. Here in James chapter 2 and verse 13 it says this, Because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Mercy triumphs over judgment. When we argue this around and we talk about being fair, what we're really saying is we've made a judgment on what's right when we say about being right we're making a judgement on what's correct but where mercy is shown it is more powerful than judgment mercy is more powerful than being right can you see that what a challenge to a peacemaker what a challenge to someone who says wow you know does it matter if i'm right all the time does it matter if they did it wrong what really matters is we can flow together Could we be someone who gets the heart of a peacemaker and says, I don't care if I think what you did was wrong, mercy is going to triumph here. I will own it. There's not going to be an elephant in this room. If I'm in this relationship, I'll just own it. Even if I think it was your issue, I will own it. Why? Because it's more important that we are right I am right. It allows the blessings of heaven to flow in your relationship and in your personal world, and God just loves it. Could we be people who allow mercy to triumph over judgment? I've made a judgment, and you were wrong. Well, but no, no, you you could well be right. But mercy's going to triumph. It's right at the heart of a peacemaker. I want to keep things right between us. I want it to flow between us. I want there to be blessings commanded in this relationship. I want to look back and go, we walked through that issue together and now we're laughing, enjoying and flourishing. Why? Because mercy triumphed over judgment. Why? Because I developed the heart of a peacemaker. I didn't try and keep the peace. I tried to make peace. So I owned it. Can you see what I'm trying to say? I hope that, I hope that stirs you. There is power in a sorry. Do you know what? It's right at the heart of God, this stuff. Do you remember what I highlighted in Matthew 5 and verse 9? We highlighted the word peacemaker, and we highlighted children of God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Why? Because this idea of being a peacemaker, this idea of mercy trying over ju- triumphing over judgment, this, this idea of what making what's important for blessings to flow represents the family behaviour of God. It's right at the heart of God to have mercy. It's right at the heart of God to keep relationship flowing. It's right at the heart of God to allow blessings to come in. So when you act as a peacemaker, you're acting like the children of God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Look at all this stuff through God's perspective. Look at God in heaven, looking down at me and you, looking down at humanity. Here we are getting on with our lives and sometimes a bit overreacting. And sometimes we're just living with life habits which aren't cool. Sometimes we say the wrong things, sometimes we're lazy, sometimes we're niggly, sometimes we're selfish. And sometimes we just live lives that just aren't honouring to God. Does that make us bad people? No, that there's an issue. These things cause an elephant in the room between us as humanity and God who is holy. How can a God who is holy have complete relationship with humanity who are forever stuffing up and causing all these elephants to come into the room? It's difficult for God to see his favoured creation. You're his favourite. In his word God calls humanity my treasured possession. He calls us the apple of his eye. He loves us. It says he sings songs over us and delights in us. You are his favourite. And yet we live lives so many times doing things that just aren't cool. And it causes this elephant. So what does God do? What does God do with that? Shall I tell you what he does? He owns it. He owns it. God owns the elephant. We're the ones making the mistakes. God steps in. Why? Because at the heart of God's family is the heart of a peacemaker. And he comes in and he says, I'll own it. This is what he did. He sent Jesus. He sent Jesus to stand in our place. Jesus is punished so that we're not punished. Jesus is rejected so that we could be accepted. Jesus died with nothing so that we could live with everything. Jesus made peace between us and God, and it allows relationship to flow and blessing to flow, not because we owned it, because Jesus stepped in and owned it God owned the issue through the heart of a peacemaker I, I, I love this this concept and can you just picture what I'm trying to say here imagine yourself right now sitting in the judgment seat before God here's God sitting on the throne the day will come when each of us are judged we will, we will sit before God we'll, you know whether we like it or not we are going to sit before God and here is God sitting in the judgment seat and here you are sitting in your place about to be judged and the devil's in the room and you know what one of the names of the devil is the accuser and he will stand next to you potentially you know build a picture he will stand next to you and he'll say father god here's barry what about the time he told that lie You've got to have justice. It's got to be right. What about the time he didn't turn up when he said he was going to turn up? What about the time he didn't do what he said he was going to do? What about the time he was just sneaky? That's not right. You're a holy God and that's not holy. There's an issue here. It's caused an elephant in the room. I'm accusing him. This is judgment and judgment has to be right. But what happens right there? As I'm sat on my judgment seat, I have my best friend next to me and his name is Jesus. And Jesus says, Barry, stand up a moment. And I stand up and get off the seat. And Jesus steps in and sits on the seat on my behalf. And he says to the devil, the accuser, make your accusation now. And do you know what? The devil has got nothing on Jesus, nothing on Jesus. And so it shuts his mouth. And so what happens right there? Jesus looks to the Father and says, am I worthy? And the Father says, yes, you are worthy. What's happened? All those issues in my world, Jesus has said, I will own it. I will be the peacemaker between you and my Father. And the devil can keep trapping on as much as he likes. The devil can keep accusing you as much as he likes, but it will never stick. Because I've owned the issue and it's caused peace between you and my father and it allows freedom to flow in your relationship between you and my father and it makes you acceptable on that judgment day for me I know my father in heaven's gonna say Barry I love you welcome why not because I'm good because Jesus is good and he stepped into my world and owned my issues he took the elephant out of the room between me and father god and allows relationship to flow and unity to flow and blessings to flow and that is why i had this incredible life not because i'm great but because he's great but you know what i have this challenge now i want my life to reflect to other people jesus Jesus stepped into my world and owned the issue as a peacemaker, and he causes blessings in my life. In any relationship I am, in, I am going to do my best, and I will get it wrong sometimes, but I'm going to do my best to reflect Jesus. And so therefore, I want to be a better peacemaker, not a peacekeeper, a peacemaker. And if that means I have to step into a relationship and own someone else's issue, do you know what? What a privilege. Why? because it reflects Jesus. and If I can get to reflect Jesus to anyone, it's exactly what I want to do. If it means me saying sorry when someone else is wrong, do you know what it is? Powerful, powerful to release blessing, powerful to release unity, powerful to release flow of of a relationship. There is power in a sorry. And I hope that you will just wrestle with some of this stuff. And as we look forward to coming out of lockdown, could you not only keep the relationships you've got, but by taking on the heart of a peacemaker, could you revisit some of the relationships that you've lost and step into that world and just say, do you remember us? We used to get on so well. I'm so sorry for my part in any of it. I'm sorry, you know. I'll take hold of the elephant, remove the elephant and maybe, just maybe, just maybe you'll be able to take some tentative steps forward in a relationship you once valued. Wouldn't it be good if we came out of lockdown, not only with our existing relationship but with new relationships and rekindled old relationships? Wouldn't it be good if we could address some of the elephants in the rooms of our existing relationships and take them to another level where blessings can flow? All of that Is done through the power of a sorry from the heart of a peacemaker and it is peacemakers who act like the children of God I hope that blesses you I just want to pray for you Father Lord I want to thank you for everyone who's listening right now it's just such an honor to share your word and your truth with these amazing people Holy Spirit I just pray right now that you touch hearts and minds Lord, that you'd give us the ability to reflect, to look at ourselves, to look at our relationship and be able to say, how can I be a peacemaker? Lord, prompt me. Where do I need to revisit? Where do I need to go to to remove some elephants in my world so that unity can flow and blessings can flow? Lord, I want a new level of freedom in my existing relationships. And Lord, I want to rekindle some of those relationships that I once loved that have got lost somewhere. So bless your people, I pray Holy Spirit, you'd encourage us, empower us, give us everything we need, not just to hear this message, but to act on this message. And God's people said, Amen. You know, every week I love to give people an opportunity to connect with Jesus. You know, if you watch that message, I hope you've understood, Jesus isn't coming to judge you and condemn you. Jesus is coming to bring life to you and freedom to you and unity to you and and relationship with his Father. He's not so concerned about what you've done He's just asking you to open up your heart to him and say come in I want a relationship and then he will step in and own the issue he will take your place and his mandate is this I came that you would have life and life in its fullness Jesus is crying out to people right now he loves you he loves you he loves you he demonstrated it on a cross by going there not because he did anything wrong but because humanity did everything wrong and he owned it and he says relationship with me is free and it's open and I just, you've just got to say yes. Is there anyone out there today who says, wow, I'm starting to grasp this stuff. Is there anyone out there today who says, this is the moment for me when I say yes to Jesus. Maybe you've let Jesus drift away. You've got busy doing other things. Is today the day you reconnect with Jesus so that unity and blessing can flow? Let me pray for you. Father God, thank you that you love me. Thank you for Jesus, that he came and owned my issues. Thank you that he sits in my place. Thank you that he set me up for life in its fullness. For my part, I say sorry. Sorry for the things I've done and said that have broken down our relationship. But I choose you, Jesus, and I invite you to live in my heart and to guide me forward. I'm going to do my best to follow you. Please guide me. And all God's people said, amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer today, we'd love to hear from you. I think there's a contact form you could fill in. You could fill a thing in the chat room or, or you could even send us a message at Equippers Essex. Um, I'm going to be in the foyer after this. I hope to see you there, but I'm going to hand you back to Matt and Jess as we press on with the final moments of our service. God bless you all. Take care.